Because in all reality, for as much as there is value in understanding steps to success and different tips and tricks and strategies and techniques to get where you really wanna go, those things are very valid and I encourage you to walk out those things. But it doesn't always mean that you are guaranteed an outcome within a certain period of time. I really truly believe that as you are faithful and walking out these things, and as you're consistent with what you have in front of you, you will eventually see breakthrough. So when the discouragement hits that it's taken way longer than you think that it should, you have to remind yourself, I'm not owed anything, but I'm certainly gonna dig my heels in deep and keep pressing forward. Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning, and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello, and welcome to the Called Forth podcast. I will want to begin this episode just kind of being upfront <laughs> with um you know where I've been lately and I have felt I'll be honest with you some frustration in the fact that I haven't gotten more traction and I was feeling I was feeling it the last few days and normally I'm the type of person that if I get down I'm not down for too long I usually coach myself through it I've got to go into this mode of like it's going to be okay you're going to figure it out it's going to work out but in this last week it's just been kind of a I felt for many months now, actually, that I was in kind of, I don't know that you would call it a silent season with God, but where I just lost my passion and joy for so many things. Um, you know, if I were to make this list about, okay, what are the things I could talk about on my YouTube channel or my podcast? Like, what am I passionate about? Just like I would coach somebody else. And I really could not hone in on what I feel like brings me joy. Nothing that I felt I could really go all in on, no category jumped out at me as being like the thing that I feel like I could really build my base and core business around. And one thing that really hit me, and this was really in the last couple of days, was I had really built up some offense towards God, being upset like, okay, I thought being a Christian meant that you would open up doors for me and I'd find favor along the way. And if I just worked hard enough, things would would happen, right? And I wasn't feeling like I was reaching the outcome no matter what I did. Stepped, I stepped out, pushed through fear. I'm going after my goals and my dreams. So wouldn't after a while you think that I would have reached some sort of traction or milestone or there'd be some sort of affirmation or indication like, hey, you're on the right track. And I just don't feel like I've gotten that. And so in this process, you know, it, it kind of <laughs> becomes a breeding ground for discouragement. And one thing that hit me, really, I was at a conference last weekend and just processing that over the last few days, it was the realization that I'm not guaranteed anything. You know, I'm not guaranteed that I if I follow the seven steps to success that I'm going to see the success I think I should see. You know, God doesn't owe me anything. And as much as we preach and teach and believe that God is a loving God and he's a good father and that he longs to give us the desires of our heart, which I do believe that's true, that doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen in the way that you always think that it will. And it doesn't mean that even for me, for you, that if we do quote unquote, all the right things, make all the right decisions that we are going to see an end outcome that that is predictable and the one that we want. And that's really hard, especially as a Christian to hear, because 
we feel like, gosh, part of the Christian life is sacrifice and obedience and doing what you feel God is calling you to do and being faithful and all of these things we know to do that should be the outflow of a Christian life. So we naturally gravitate towards feeling like, well, God is going to answer my prayers, right? It's going to come to fruition, right? And I started thinking about the mom who lost her baby and all these other unfair and horrible things that happen. And how when those things happen, does that mean that God's not a good God? And the answer is, yes, God is still good, even in the pain and the devastating things that we walk through. So if you are walking out a dream right now and it's not unfolding the way that you think that it should based on your level of energy and effort output, as easy as it would be to start building up a fence in your heart to God, like I know I have done, and I've had to check myself on that recently, God is still good even when it might take you several years to accomplish something and you think it should only take you two, or you look at the person next to you and it's taken them six months. Because in all reality, for as much as there is value in understanding steps to success and different tips and tricks and strategies and techniques to get where you really want to go, those things are very valid and I encourage you to walk out those things. But it doesn't always mean that you are guaranteed an outcome within a certain period of time. I really truly believe that as you are faithful and walking out these things and as you're consistent with what you have in front of you, you will eventually see breakthrough. So when the discouragement hits that it's taken way longer than you think that it should, you have to remind yourself, I'm not owed anything, but I'm certainly going to dig my heels in deep and keep pressing forward. You may not be able to control the timeline for how it happens or when it happens, but you can control your level of grit and resiliency to keep getting up again and again and again and fighting for it, going after it. I can think of so many successful people that we hear about. We hear the stories of, you know, they were in their 20s and now they're this and they're that and they've reached this pinnacle and that goal. And then we look at our lives and we're like, okay, well, why am I here in this space? And I've worked really hard too, and I'm not there. I would say these types of questions are distracting questions. They're energy draining questions. And while it's not necessarily a bad thing to reevaluate what you're doing, because maybe you may need to make some pivots and adjustments to what you're doing. If you're spending too much time, like I have done a lot in my life, asking questions that really just drain and distract, I want to point you to the idea to ask a better question. There's this phrase And I don't know exactly how it's worded, but it's something along the lines of the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our questions. And while I don't think that that's a black and white statement, I do think it it points to a more valid strategy of asking questions that will actually lead you to some sort of answer that you can take action on. Because if you ask questions that there's no answer to, there's no explainable answer to, what does that leave you with? It leaves you with this these open hands of like, okay, well, what do I do with that? There's no answer here. And if you find yourself in that place asking questions like that, like why, 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 how, 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 I want to help you shift and pivot your mindset a little bit to start asking different questions that lead you to answers that you can actually do something with and walk out. So that's what this whole setup, this whole story, this whole explanation is leading us to the next part of this podcast episode, and that is asking questions, these types of specific questions that will help you discover answers that you can actually do something with. So here we go. Let's jump into it. The first question, am I utilizing my time wisely? 
I had to ask myself this question actually over the last few days. It's kind of what spurred and inspired this episode because I feel like I'm a very organized person, very efficient, very driven, ambitious on the go. And so I consider that I have my hands full. I'm a wife of, I almost said a wife of four. No, I'm not a wife of four. I'm a wife and mom of four. I am involved in a nonprofit that I'm a mentor in and I do social media marketing for. I also do marketing for Hallelujah Auditions. I have my own brand. I have a podcast. I have episodes I put out on YouTube. I'm a real estate agent. Lots of different things that I do on top of I have a house to clean. I have like the practical stuff. I have kids to pick up from school. I have all of that. And so I thought to myself, okay, well, I have a lot on my plate. So I think I'm doing okay on the time management. But I really started to evaluate my actual time spent on all these different things that I'm involved in. And then really started to think about how much of my time is really utilized effectively and wisely. Could I be more efficient in my time management? And the truth was several areas of my life were blinking at me with these bright neon lights saying, you can do better here. And I started to really evaluate how much more efficient I could become in my time management. And so if you're an ambitious person, I think it's easy to get in your head, I'm good at time management because I have all these things and tasks in front of me that I have to do. But it's important, even as an ambitious person, that you really evaluate, are there areas of your life and your time that you could manage better? Because it is all too easy in today's day and age to scroll on your phone a little bit longer than you should or have different areas of your life or your home that are going under neglect because you're just not managing your time effectively. So I would encourage you to get a little reflective, you know, jot a note down as you're listening to this episode. And then when you're done, go back to some of these questions and points and get reflective and ask yourself, am I managing my time wisely? Is there something better that I can do? Is there an area in my time management that I can make some pivots and adjustments in and be better and make my time of best use. So that is the first question I'm I'm going to ask you is, are you utilizing your time wisely? Second question, you're going to ask, am I working as hard as I think I am? And again, this is a question that feels so counterintuitive to an ambitious person of faith because you think, of course, I'm working as hard as I possibly could. I mean, I've got all of these things in front of me. I have these huge dreams and goals. I have maybe a map of how I'm going to get there and I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. But in all of that, as you're readjusting your time and your schedule, do you see gaps in that where you realize, okay, I'm not really working as hard as I could because maybe I'm not as organized as I should be. Maybe my time isn't what it should be. Maybe there's other pieces of my life that drain my energy and they distract me and it's causing me not to be as efficient in my work. That's only a question you can answer. So as you're getting reflective and you're looking at your time management, I want you to look at your level of output and the the time and energy and the work that you're putting into the goals and the things that you're pursuing. Now, if you feel like, okay, I'm in a season, my kids are young, or I've got elderly parents that I'm managing and you have all these things, I'm not telling you to run yourself ragged. If you're in a season where you feel like I'm giving out what I have to get out, give out. But if you do feel like it's a season where you can step it up, you can level it up, in the work that you're doing, this is a key thing to evaluate if you want to see more traction and more progress towards the goals and dreams that you have is really evaluating, 
Is there a way that I can work better or more efficiently or smarter, not harder kind of thing? The third thing I'm going to ask you is, are you being consistent? And I talk about consistency a lot because I feel like it's the most underutilized, according to Rory Vaden, and I think it's the most underutilized thing that you as a business owner, as a content creator, whatever it is that you do, it's the most underutilized piece of the puzzle. And this is why I say this. Okay, I'm going to give this kind of example and analogy. In 2020, 2021, 2022, I was putting out videos here and there on YouTube and really on my social media reels, TikTok, all of it. And I wasn't really seeing much traction or progress. It didn't feel like it. And I was giving to a lot of different areas, okay? And this was just one area that I'm working on. And I'm like, shouldn't I see more progress, more traction? And I really got to looking at some of these other creators that was that were pumping out more consistent content. And I'm like, it really kind of hit me, okay, I cannot expect huge results if I'm scattered and putting out little pieces of content here and there. I've really got to get myself more organized and more efficient in the way I manage my time so that I can be consistent in putting out content, putting out podcast episodes, putting out YouTube episodes. I have to be more consistent in that if I want to see the results that they're seeing. And of course, I can compare myself to stories about people who have put out just a few YouTube videos scattered here and there and they did gain traction. You know, I don't have the full answer on exactly why that happened to them. Maybe they landed on a real trendy train and they just had, they had a bigger network or whatever the case may be. I don't know. That's not my story. I'm just telling you from the perspective of somebody who has, is growing slowly. And I think that's the majority of people's story that are growing their podcast following or their YouTube following their business, what, you know, what they're trying to do. It's a slow grow. We look around us and we see the virality of so many different people's stories. But if you look at the context in the majority of stories, it's not a million followers in a day and the things that that stand out as highlights that we see. It really is that slow, steady consistency of building it over time. And so to go back to my story, in towards the end of 2022, when I launched this podcast, I really started to put out consistent content on YouTube. And now I'm doing a 30-day live challenge and I'm putting con- content out more consistently. So I have to go back to my baseline and I can't say, okay, I started this journey in 2020 because I was being inconsistent in that part of my life. In t- towards the end of 2022, October-ish, November-ish, that is when my baseline really hits because that's when I'm really digging in and I'm getting super consistent. So you can apply this to yourself and think about what you're doing. How can you create your baseline from here and start really leaning in and going all in, getting super consistent on the things that you're creating and doing for your business and, and create your baseline from there. And the reason why I say this, because if you create, if you say to yourself, okay, my baseline begins 10 years ago, five years ago, one year ago, what, whatever, we tend to get it in our minds that it's not fair that it's taken so long to get there. And I'm not saying those years didn't count. There's plenty of things that led me up to this point that I'm at right now. There's plenty of things that have led you to this point that you're at right now. And all those things are valid and they do mean something. But there's a different baseline for when you are all in in your time and your energy and your effort for as much as you can be in working towards your business goals. And if you can get this mindset of how valuable consistency is, it really is one of the secrets to building and growing towards your goals and the things that you really want to pursue and do. So ask yourself, are you being consistent and create some strategies and habits that you can get consistent in your business today, tomorrow, this week, this month? The, let's see, one, two, three. The fourth thing you're going to ask is, am I putting my energy in the right place? Okay, so 
as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of places to put your energy. You know, you can get distracted and discouraged because your mindset and your perspective is warped or twisted. Actually, this is a leads back to a conversation I had with my husband yesterday. And I realized how ineffective my energy was being spent because I was really, as much as I don't want to admit it, I was kind of falling into a victim mentality where I'm like, why has this not happened for me? I've put effort forward. I've put energy towards my goals and dreams. Why am I not seeing any results from that. And I realized that putting my energy in that place of frustration was number one, not an accurate mindset. And it was just a distraction. It drained my energy to think all day long about being stressed about money and business growth and the things that weren't happening. It it really, it made it so that rather than being inspired and encouraged to create content and grow my business, I was distracted and discouraged and the only energy I could bring to my business was an energy that was just depleted and not vibrant, not the type of energy that would help me to create content that you're going to want to love and listen to and grow from because I'm discouraged. I'm feeling defeated. And so part of the epiphany that's really been stirring in me lately is just realizing what a distraction discouragement is. And I'm not saying that those feelings aren't valid. I think we all have a reason to be a victim in the sense that we've all had life unfold worse for us than we anticipated. We've all had things not happen in the timeline we wanted them to happen in. We've all had traumatic things happen on some level. So it's not that those feelings aren't valid, but it's really asking ourselves, is the mindset serving us that you're frustrated and you're discouraged and you're depressed that things just have not happened for you yet? And I know for myself, I had to do a check in my spirit and my heart to say, that is not serving me. So I'm not going to give it my energy. My energy is best spent in other ways. So maybe you can think about for you areas where your energy is being depleted. Of course, there might be certain areas of your life that do drain your energy, but I'm really focusing in on mindset. And if you find that the energy that you're putting into your mindset with with the way that you're thinking about things, if you're finding that that is depleting you, I want to encourage you to start shifting things around in your mindset and really evaluating why you're believing what you do, whether or not it's accurate. And is it serving you? And if it's not, you've got to make some pivots in those areas. That way your energy can be better put to use pursuing those goals and dreams. One, two, three, four, five. Fifth question. Am I walking things out efficiently or effectively? Okay, this is kind of another way to ask some of these earlier questions. But it's, again, being reflective and looking at your schedule, your time, your work ethic, what you've got going on. And Figuring out, is there a way to do things more efficiently and more effectively? And chances are there's some tweaks that you can make in this process. So this is kind of another way to just think about it and look at it. Because I'm a big believer in asking creative questions because I know I have beat my head against the wall trying to come up with answers for specific questions. And I have found that if I'm not getting an answer, I've got to ask the question in a different way. So I'm I'm presenting this question in a different way for you. Are you walking things out efficiently and effectively. So getting a journal out, opening up Microsoft Word, getting in front of it and evaluating and really start typing out and writing out a vision and a map and a plan and a blueprint and the pieces that you need to walk out your business, the tasks that need to be done, the milestones that you need to hit. What are the steps and things that you can do efficiently and effectively to be to get towards your goals and your dreams that much further, faster. And you might not have the answer for every step, but if you can kind of put together a rough roadmap, if you can reverse engineer, if you can start studying and researching your industry 
and the top creators, the top people in the fields that you want to be in, you can look for patterns of things that they've done. You can get inspiration from what they've done and then build that into what you're building. Of course, you're going to make it your own. You're not going to copy. You're going to make it your own in some way. But the point is to really cast the vision, write the vision and make it plain and go back and refine as much as you have to. Your vision is something that you're going to constantly go back to and keep in front of you as you walk out this process towards building your business, going after the dreams, the goals that you have. The last question I'm going to ask you is, are you organized? And I'm not just talking about in your business. I'm talking about in your home, in your vehicle, in like the different areas of your life. Is your mind cluttered? Are you organized in your mind? Is there any area of your life that feels unorganized that you could step it up and become more efficient and organized in different areas. There is a sense of accomplishment that you feel when you get yourself organized. And this doesn't have to be just with pen and paper. If you are if you are an electronics type person and you do better or getting yourself organized on your phone through apps, that's totally fine. I'm not putting you in a box with how you have to do this. If you love Excel spreadsheets, get organized with an Excel spreadsheet. If you like writing it all out with five different colors of pens and five different sticker sheets, do that. Do whatever it is that feeds your spirit and feeds your soul and gets you super excited to get organized in your business and your goals. Like I was talking about earlier, mapping it out, writing out steps, not just walking, not just writing those steps, but walking out those steps and checking off the tasks and make it something that you can get excited about. Break down the steps so small that you have no excuse not to do it. That's another key to success is consistency and making the step so manageable that you have no excuse not to do it. Because if you see one step of your business as this huge mountain, it's gonna be treachery just putting one foot in front of the other and continuing to go. But if you break down some of these bigger pieces into smaller micro steps, then you can accomplish these micro things one at a time and get that dopamine hit of accomplishment. And you will find the journey that much more joyous as you're walking out, really pursuing the things that you know you have to pursue to achieve that end outcome that you want. So that is it for today's episode. Let me know what questions stood out to you, to you the most. And hey, let this be the starter pack of questions that you're going to begin asking yourself. And if you have other questions that come to mind, Put those in a comment on my YouTube channel or DM me and let me know what you thought of today's episode, what questions stood out to you, and if you have any more that you would add to this list. Thanks for tuning in. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www dot dawntown.com that's d-a-w-n-t-o-w-n-e.com and on social media and please just share share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it until next time remember you have been called forth Love and love.